Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliary. Today's guest is Felicia Alexander, and today's episode is brought to you by Exalts, Answer Connect, and ServiceMinder. ServiceMinder is the platform for managing and operating home services brands, from tracking marketing efforts to delivering professional online proposals directly to clients, to lead capture, to automating daily tasks. ServiceMinder provides unique tools and integrations designed to make your brand stand out from competitors. See why ServiceMinder currently supports more than 50 home services franchise brands and integration partners. Book a demo today at serviceminder.io. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we're going to dive deep into that topic with Felicia Alexander. She's the Chief Revenue Officer of Title Boxing Club and co-founder of Box Union Holdings. Welcome to the show, Felicia. Thank you, Jack. I am really excited to be on here today, and I have to say I am envious of your voice. You clearly have a voice made for podcasting. <laughs> Thank you very much. I really want to dive into the... Um, the fact that we're right in the middle of Mental Health Awareness Month, and I know you have a terrific story to share there. But before we get too deep into that, tell me a little bit about your background and starting in the in the boxing area, moving into franchising. How did that all come about? Yeah, a lot of people asked me, how in the world did you get into the world of fitness boxing? And it may seem like it is an odd journey, but honestly, when I think back, and even if you were to talk to my family or any of my high school and college friends, they will tell you it is no surprise that I am where I am today. Um, getting there just took me a little bit longer than I had in anticipated. So I grew up with a huge passion for fitness. I was doing Jane Fonda on Betamax with my mom. I was going to <laughs> jazzercise classes with my older sister. I played competitive soccer. And to me, fitness was always about building a sense of community. It was something that I loved to do with other people. Um, I put on boxing gloves for the first time when I was 16 years old. April of my junior year of high school, my father unfortunately died suddenly of a heart attack. That summer, I sought out a boxing gym. I opened up the yellow pages because, um, let's be real, I'm a little bit older. There, were, there was no internet. I found a boxing gym. I drove 45 minutes from my house to this boxing gym. It was exactly what you'd imagine a boxing gym to be like. It was dirty. It was stinky. When I walked in, it was like the record stopped and screeched to a halt <laughs> because one of these things wasn't like the other. But I was met with such a warm welcome. The owner of the um, gym was a gentleman by the name of Jesse Valdez. He had competed and was a bronze medal Olympian. And that first time that I put on wraps that could probably walk away on their own because they may never have been washed and <laughs> gloves that, you know, the stench stayed on my hands for, you know, hours, if not days. 
Um, it was really a transformative experience. I honestly felt like this inner badass inside of me had been unleashed and hitting the heavy bag, hitting mitts was really a cathartic and transformative experience. Um, Fast forward, I went to Stanford for my undergrad. I ended up graduating in three years because I was really concerned about having a lot of student debt. And I really wanted to be able to be financially independent. I had a younger sister who still needed to go to college. And I ended up going to work in um, high tech in a sales and marketing capacity, but always spent a disproportionate amount of my income belonging to, at that point in time, it would have been like a... Um, high-end athletic club called the Pacific Athletic Club and discovered boutique fitness um, in, you know, the early 2000s. There was a uh, studio called Burn 60 that opened in Los Angeles. It, boxing was not the modality. It was a treadmill studio, but like the footprint, the form factor, the fact that like if I went to 6 a.m. classes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I was met with the same group of people and there was this real sense of community and camaraderie. And I was like, gosh, if I could do anything, it would be to have a business like that. Um, in my relationship, my husband was the serial entrepreneur. I had the steady corporate job with the paycheck that came every other week and the health insurance. And that was, you know, completely fine. I started doing a lot of work for this, um, boutique fitness studio on the side in a very informal capacity, inviting groups of friends, helping with marketing ideas. Um, I worked in the corporate world this whole time, um, but boutique fitness became like my passion. And I made it a point in the sport to try every and any place that existed. I was lucky enough in that one of my closest friends, uh, we met when our kids were babies, they're now 15 and a half. Um, her husband was also passionate about fitness. He had been in the investment banking world. We shared a love of this boutique studio. We shared the same personal trainer. And we were talking a lot about doing something in this space. He was being approached by different people to invest in different concepts. And we really wanted to look at this landscape when you're partnered with someone who has a finance mind. It's all about like the model and looking at the data and the numbers. And we saw boxing trending. We This was about, you know, 2015 that these conversations really started. And I realized I glossed over a number um, of years and we could go back in time and talk about, you know, what I did in the corporate world, working for everyone from Sun Microsystems to Mattel to Sony Corporation of America. Um, um, but boxing was becoming really popular. And while there were plenty of places to box for fitness in LA, where we live, which is definitely a competitive fitness market, um, we really didn't see there being any place that was accessible, inviting, and would draw somebody into the sport that hadn't already considered boxing. I would go to these other places and they were amazing workouts. Once you got up the courage and went inside, everybody who worked there was absolutely lovely, but I couldn't get any of my friends to come. So it was with that idea that um, we birthed 
box union. And we opened up our first box union location in April of 2017. And the idea was to bring together mind, body, music, and boxing to take what is traditionally a very individual sport and make it a community experience where we use the rhythm and the BPM of the music to, for 45 minutes, be in unison with one another. And it's actually a truly magical and cathartic experience. In 2019, we opened our second location also in Los Angeles in the West Hollywood area. And in um, 20. 20, we were months away or weeks away from opening our third location, also in Los Angeles, when the um, COVID shutdown Mm. happened. At that point, we pivoted, we went online because we wanted to make sure that we could keep our members and community engaged. And I'm sure you'll laugh back as um, I do when I think of the amount of stress and anxiety we had thinking, oh, what are we going to do for two weeks? Right. How are we going to deal with being closed? Two whole weeks. For two weeks. Maybe even a whole month we might be closed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, And that we launched a subscription service. It was really fun to see our community grow from the um, physical environment and being a very hyper local business to attracting a international audience. You had members sharing their love of box union with their parents who lived in different parts of the country with roommates, with friends. And um, that was absolutely incredible. And we knew keeping that connection was important because, you know, as a society, we were all living with this heightened sense of, you know, anxiety and fear. Um, We had the opportunity in, um, 2020 to begin discussions with Title Boxing Club. We had known about Title Boxing Club. Um, We were really enamored with their footprint. It's a tremendous brand. It's a company that started in 2008, began franchising in 2010. And my business partner, Todd, and I always had a um, vision of scaling our business. It wasn't just going to be, you know, one studio. I remember early days, people would come and say, wow, is this a franchise? Like your branding and everything is amazing. And it wasn't, it was just that, you know, um, Todd, our VP of marketing, Chris, uh, Kyle, our master coach had spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, how do we take what we're doing and make it scalable beyond just a single location. So we were lucky enough to engage in a dialogue with Title Boxing Club. Initially, they were um, calling us to see if we were distressed and if they could um, potentially purchase us. We had raised capital. We have really wonderful investors. And we took it as an opportunity to take our passion for learning and development, our passion for innovation, um, and really flip the script. And, um, you know, we ended up purchasing Title Boxing Club in January of 2021. That you're burying the lead there. That's the amazing part of the story that I wanted to get to. Somebody comes in for an acquisition and you guys see this as, no, this is how we're going to expand what we're doing here locally. I I love that story. So jump ahead to now. Um, You've got, um, you've got title boxing. You still have a few locations open as box union or, or one location. 
Yeah, we have three box union studios okay. in Los Angeles, and then um, we own three title boxing clubs, and then we have approximately 140 um, franchised locations across 31 states. Excellent. So let's go back to what you initially were talking about, the um, the fitness studio that you started going to many years ago, and you felt that that early morning community with the, you know, going to a place where the same people typically are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever days you were going. And I love that idea of building a community locally within any particular studio, because it is typically like-minded people who are there for maybe the same reason. And they're probably on kind of the same sort of life schedule that you as a customer might be on where you go at 6 a.m. on Mondays and Wednesdays or or something like that. So I I love that idea of building that local community and then um, scaling it up and and just multiplying it across, you know, 150 locations across the country. No, it's truly amazing. I was uh, visiting one of our franchise partners in Cincinnati, a gentleman by the name of Keith Noel. And we did a 6 a.m. class on a Friday morning at his amazing studio in downtown Cincinnati. And it was unbelievable. You would have thought that it was like 7 p.m. at night with the amount of energy and enthusiasm (laughs) in this room. Um, These people had a theme on Fridays. They wore like, I think it was the color purple for a high school that many of them had gone to. There were people who brought um, baked goods for after class. And it was a real family environment. And whether I'm talking about, you know, Cincinnati, or I'm talking about, you know, uh, Shelby Township, Michigan, or Marlboro, Massachusetts, that same community exists over and over again. And, you know, it's really, really special. And I think one thing getting back to mental health awareness, um, I hid my depression for many, many, many years. I was formally diagnosed with depression in my early 20s. Looking back, I think um, it's something that I had dealt with for um, many years prior. But finally, my early 20s, I was just like in a dark hole that I had a really hard time getting out of. I went to see um, a therapist who referred me to a psychiatrist. And honestly, going on antidepressants really changed my life. And it allowed me to, you know, get up get out of bed, be a functioning, productive, you know, member of society. But I had spent so much of my life um, trying to project this image of perfection. I mean, Mm -hmm. I went to Stanford. I was, you know, a straight A student. I graduated early. I was president of my sorority. I had a really great group of friends and I felt guilty on paper. Yes, I had lost my dad, but compared to most people, you know, my life was really good. And I felt like I should be better than this. And I don't want to admit that I have any weakness and God forbid, I 
what are other people going to think if they know that I have depression and that I take medication? So it, you know, again, I started Box Union in my um, 40s. People were reaching out to me asking how I left the corporate world. They were so inspired by my story. I had, you know, amassed not a huge social following, but, you know, people were paying attention and noticing what it was that I was doing within my, you know, local community. And I felt like I was hiding something. Mm. And I remember going to social media and taking a picture of my Zoloft bottle and writing a post. And while it felt like I had taken my clothes off and gotten completely naked because I felt that vulnerable. It truly was a tremendously freeing moment for me. And it really opened up the dialogue. It opened up the dialogue within our company where I had coaches coming to me talking about um, the struggles that they too faced. There were front desk team members who were now sharing the challenges that they face with, whether it be anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder. And our community started to open up to the point where I was receiving direct messages regularly with people talking about how, you know, coming to class, hitting the heavy bag, was a life-changing experience for them, how they were feeling a sense of confidence they never felt, how their anxiety was dissipating because they had this outlet at Box Union. And that was no different from what we've heard and seen with our franchise partners at Title Boxing Club. So we, early on at Box Union, leaned into mental health awareness. Um, Although this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, it's something that we really strive to have as an always-on conversation in our community. Some people tell you, like, leave your baggage at the door. We're the exact opposite. We want you to bring your baggage with you and take it out and leave it on the bag. Back in a moment after this word from Answer Connect. Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss any calls or answer the phone with, hey. Answer Connect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls, and they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off of your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they can set appointments, follow up with potential customers via form fill inquiries, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234 or visit answerconnect.com slash franchise. You mentioned the word transformative a couple of times and, and also the whole process being cathartic. And I think it your transformation hasn't only been transformative for you, but the fact that you shared this so publicly at one point 
it seems like that brought out a lot of other people who maybe wouldn't have ever mentioned this to you, but the fact that, that you shared it made them say, Hey, me too. I'm dealing with this as well. Or maybe some of my friends or colleagues or customers here at the, at the studio or at the gym are feeling this as well. And, and I think sometimes it takes, and this is, a, I guess, a leadership thing too. It takes someone who no one would suspect is dealing with depression. Someone who, you know, got straight A's at Stanford or, or finished college in three years, or, you know, was, was living this, you know, sort of great corporate life. It takes someone like that maybe to say, here's what's going on with me before everyone else really has the courage to say that, uh, that it's affecting them as well. hundred percent. And, you know, I think what is, you know, even better is that we have this, you know, wonderful public figure in, you know, Brene Brown, who talks a lot about, you know, vulnerability. And I love how she says that vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. And I think when we're, you know, leaders, when we're managers, when we're spouses, when we're partners, um, people bring their whole selves with them. And, you know, trying to hide a portion of who you are, it's really exhausting and it's not courageous when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to do in 2022 on Instagram and other social media channels. It's so easy to uh, hide everything and, and have this sort of false life that uh, your friends or, or colleagues might see. So, but it's also a there's also an opportunity there to, to, as you said earlier, flip that script, right. And, and actually show people what's really going on with you while everyone else in their newsfeed is just, you know, showing pictures of cars that they probably don't actually own. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. And I will say though, as somebody who, you know, struggles with depression, there are times where I too am guilty of, you know, only posting the highlight real. Cause the fact is when I'm, you know, kind of in a blue state, I'm not on Instagram. I'm definitely not mm. posting because mm-hmm. I, you know, don't have the, you know, inspiration or the spark or the, you know, joy to post anything. But I believe that having, you know, conversations is, you know, truly important. And one of the reasons why we specifically partner with the team at Bring Change to Mind is they're really all about starting the conversation early. So May 21st, which is um, this Saturday at Title Boxing Clubs all across the U.S. um, is Knockout Stigma Day. And we, as the franchisor, will be donating a dollar for every person that comes into our clubs and takes a class, as well as anybody that, you know, logs into our digital platform, Title Boxing Club On Demand, and participates in a workout. And that money will go to Bring Change to Mind. And the whole mission behind Bring Change to Mind is to eradicate the stigma around mental health. And a lot of the money that they raise goes to um, funding programs at high school campuses across the country where they can start the dialogue around, you know, mental health, mental illness, 
And, you know, it's really incredible. I have a 15 year old son and I will say the openness with which this generation talks about, you know, their health issues, their feelings is truly inspiring and gives me a lot of hope that there will be a day not far from now where somebody will say, you know, I have to wear glasses because I'm nearsighted. And somebody else will say, you know, I take medication because I have anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. It's um, if we've done anything good in the past couple of decades is I think we've uh, we've opened it up so the 15 year olds today don't have to feel the way that 15 year olds did when I was 15 right um, uh, about such things I have a 15 year old daughter myself and and also by the way man she can hit so um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we we may be checking out a title boxing club for her in the very near future um, as far as the knockout stigma campaign, that's happening a Saturday, May 21st. That's not just in person. So if you, if you have uh, the desire to get involved, um, you can do this online or via the digital platform as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. So if uh, one were to go to titleboxingclub.com, you could find a, um, use the club locator to find a club near you, or you could also access Title Boxing Club on demand from there as well. You can also download um, the Title Boxing Club on demand app from the iPhone or Android store, and there is a um, free trial as well. Excellent. We will have a link to that in today's show notes so people can find it easily. Felicia, before we go, you know, just sort of as an aside to all of this, you work with so many franchisees and business owners and coaches and customers and and other friends in the franchise space. If someone was to come to you and say, you know, I heard your story. I heard it on a podcast. I read it on one of the interviews that you've done recently. If, if they were to come to you and say, listen, I'm, I'm really suspecting I have this, this friend who I really suspect is struggling with depression right now. What should I do? What would you tell them? Well, one, I think it's really important to be there and to listen um, and to, you know, listen without judgment. I think that oftentimes people who are going through these challenges really feel like they're alone, that they don't matter. And then I think the, you know, next most important thing, depending upon the situation is to make sure that there are resources available and to help direct um, that friend or loved one to a resource. Um, NAMI, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, is a great website to go to. Bring Change to Mind has amazing resources on their site as well. But I would definitely, I am not a doctor. I don't, you know, ever pretend to be one. Um, but just, you know, making sure to be a ear and to help um, guide someone to the right resources is truly important. Thank you so much for that. And thanks for all that you and the title boxing crew are doing when it comes to knocking out the stigma. Um, where else can people connect with you if they've got questions uh, for you specifically, or maybe just about the brand or other things that you guys are doing these days? 
Absolutely. So um, again, the website is titleboxingclub.com. We're on Instagram at Title Boxing Club. You can find me on LinkedIn. I believe it's Felicia in LA. Um, my full name is Felicia Alexander. And on Instagram, I'm at Fees La La Land. <laughs> I love that. We'll have links to that too. Felicia, thanks so much for joining us today. And we hope to see you soon. Thank you, Jack. I really enjoyed being on here. Before we go, a quick word from today's sponsor, Exults. Creating solutions and driving results for over 15 years, Exults is founded on the foundation of driving results. Recent demand has picked up in the digital human resources and recruiting space, and Exults is driving qualified candidates to clients. Exults also drives digital public relations online, allowing your franchise to control the conversation related to your brand. Learn more at exults.com. Exults, driving leads, driving results. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.